0: England wastes no time exiting Europe, frozen out of Euro 2016 by the might of Iceland. Nick Kyrgios vows to behave at Wimbledon. Behave like this. An origin dead rubber, but plenty of bounce in the NRL. Jack Miller gets his skates on for his first MotoGP win. The Wallabies robbed by this violent hand in the back. Did I mention Iceland? And our special guest is the speed machine heading for the Olympics, Elia Green. All that and plenty more on the only show that'll leave you excited, disgusted, shocked, or just super chilled. This is Backpage Live. Wanted to run around in the baggy green. To be on TV shows like this where we can have a laugh. Never ever
1: give
2: up.
3: They think women aren't strong enough, but we just beat the world. is a i got punched in the back of the head regularly.
0: It's just unfortunate it was from the coach. G'day, buddy. Welcome. Look, the only way to begin the show is by saying islund. Thank you, Iceland. Thank you so much. Thank you for beating England at Euro 2016. Thank you for making England's 3-0 rugby win over the Wallabies. Totally irrelevant. <laughs> Thank you for delivering Iceland's biggest victory since the Cod Wars of the 50s <laughs> and 60s. And thank you for putting a smile on the faces of Robert Craddock and (laughs) Kelly Underwood. Hello and welcome to you both. And, of course, our Icelandic expert alongside our football expert, Jules Schiller and Mark Bosnich. Good evening, Tony. How are you, guys? I'm well, Bos. You're not really smiling, are you? No, I'm
4: devastated, to be honest. Really? Seriously? I am. Well, look, I live over half my life in England and the vast majority of people are fantastic. And uh, them, along with Croatia, obviously, where my parents are from, uh, I was supporting and... uh, that was shambolic uh, in my lifetime, Crash. I, I've never witnessed an England performance so bad. Um, it, it was leaderless, uh, no organisation, and, and in view of the fact, obviously, with the Brexit vote, with the political turmoil that's surrounding uh, the UK at the moment, it would have been fantastic for the football team to give the people something to cheer about, and they failed. They were
0: exiting Europe. That was the whole plan.
4: <laughs> well, there was yeah, there was Brexit, <laughs> I, I, and there was I, I exit. I think that's what it's called, Jules. yeah. I, so, but um, really, honestly, flabbergasted. I. I you know, for, for a country, and we have to... Look, a lot of people are concentrating on how bad England were, which is understandable, but Iceland... They you started have to give, well. They yeah, a they game. did. Tremendous credit to Iceland. I mean, a country that's got more volcanoes than professional footballers. Um, they, were, they, were, and that's, uh, they were absolutely fantastic and, and deserved their wins. Well, Joe Hart, Joe Hart for me, that, that's endemic of the problem of England. He had a poor game against Wales two or three games ago. He let a Gareth Bale free kick in from about 400 metres. No, it wasn't 400, but it was about <laughs> from about 30 metres, and he shouldn't have been in the team after that. And um, the England players, you know, after the game, apparently only two people, tells, uh, two of the English players, spoke to the press, which I think is wrong. Roy Hodgson yes, came yes. On and resigned straight away, which he had to. But in the resignation, I didn't hear once a massive apology to all the supporters. And you know what? If I was the England team, I'd be getting together and thinking the, the match bonuses that we got from here should go to some type of charity because they let everybody in well, the country paid down badly. I think
5: Iceland did have a bit of a secret weapon though because yeah. one of their co coaches was a dentist. Hmm. And we know if one thing the English fear, it's good dentistry. And <laughs> <laughs> they go to the field with isn't oral it, hygiene and well, When you match white up teeth. the
6: stats, it's amazing, isn't it? I mean, the fact that they, you know, it was a co coach who was a part time coach and a part time dentist, mm. as you mentioned compared to the English coach who's on a a contract of $6.3 million a year. (laughs) Yeah, it
4: might not be 6.3 at the end of tonight, (laughs) uh, the way the pound's going, but you're 100% right. And and like I said, you know, it's the worst performance. I I can't explain it to you. It's the worst performance that I've witnessed in my lifetime. So um, there have been a couple, you know, I I must say that. And there's something, look, short term, obviously they're going to have to change the manager. Roy Hodgson's resigned and there's going to be a massive fallout. But long term, something has to change with the type of football players that they're actually bringing There's up. There's Roy
0: there. Just and, uh, and, and, and that's been a
4: problem for quite some time. I mean, the last time they are at semifinals in a major oh, tournament gosh. was, funny enough, 20 years ago well, in 1996. Well, Roy Hortons looks like them. one of those guys on the bill just before you say, you're mm.
0: knit. Here's <laughs> 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 him seeing himself on the big screen. Oh, I wonder... will Roy, oh, what Time to yeah. write that resignation speech. Ro- Roy's... Oh. Oh.
6: <laughs> <laughs> Roy, Oh. I wonder that... if you look at the bigger thinks... picture. I mean, it just seems weird, Crash. In 2016, we've had the story of Leicester yep. in, in a sport that's just, you know, got so much money, the underwhelming or the overwhelming underdog, in a sense, and now Iceland. But,
3: but here's the link, and this is what I want to get Boz's perspective on. Leicester, population about 330,000, and the same for Iceland, mm. and they did it both with this watertight team unity, mm. which you don't see in some of these big English clubs where it's millionaire beside millionaire beside trillionaire. Does it take you back in time and prove that just old-fashioned camaraderie,
4: Boz, is still a powerful weapon? I mean, Crash, you're exactly right. And I wouldn't even call it old-fashioned. Look at Queensland. Yes, yeah. they've got their champion players, your Thurston's, your Cameron Smiths. But look at the other players. They're only as strong as your weakest link. And always remember, it's better to have a champion team than a team of champions. And that is so true. And you saw that. They were fantastically organised. might write that one uh, down. Yeah, write that one <laughs> down, buddy. But, uh, like, I can't say, like I said, something really has to change. This is a, a real defining moment for those England players. It shows that money doesn't buy success. Um, of course, in our game of football, it doesn't matter how much you are better than somebody on paper. It's what you do on the grass that matters. Yeah.
0: As a keeper, you mentioned Joe Hart and his yeah. performance. Uh, the second goal we saw it a little bit earlier. That was a bit of a keeper howler. Social media has been typically unkind. Uh, have a look at this. This is an example. This is mm. the goal. There's Joe
4: Hart.
1: As being the
4: next goalkeeper, I'm always reluctant to criticise other goalkeepers. But he, look, he's one for me. of what's going wrong with the English team at the moment. Because, like I said, against Wales in the second group game, he let a goal in from about oh, I was about 30 metres. And anyone who watched the game this morning and the Wales game would have seen him in the tunnel shouting and screaming yeah. and this, that and the other. But it's like, it's, you feel like just, just shut up and go and do your job. Stop the yeah. ball going net. But the arrogance, I mean, yeah. I, at the end of the group games, he turned around and said, look, I wouldn't want to play against England because I've had hardly anything to do. Well, buddy... Don't make me get my fob
0: yeah. watch out to time you. <laughs> <laughs> I just told you that before we went on, just cut me off. Just cut me off. Fun yeah. fact Iceland's goalkeeper directed the music video, this is true, for Iceland's 2012 Eurovision song contest entry. So there you go, they're mm. mixing it up. As you'd expect, Iceland's national television commentator. It just kept it completely under control. Ever listen. <laughs>
5: England. Wow. I, I, I don't know what they drink in Iceland. Is it curd or penguin
4: or
6: something?
4: <laughs> He's certainly on it, isn't he?
6: And their, their population's as big as Newcastle, Correct. worked out beforehand. It looked like most of them were there in the crowd. I think they're they saying they...
4: like 8% of
5: the population have travelled. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, when the Iceland... this is how small they are, when the players were celebrating with the fans, they, were actually, they actually knew them. The players went over and go, Hey, Sigorskin, do you hold my mail for me? (laughs) (laughs) How's my wife? It's that small. But Wales also reacted to the uh, Icelandic victory, and the United Kingdom maybe isn't so united. Have a look at this. This is the actual team. This is the team, the Wales team.
0: It's to be as popular as England, well, isn't it? Really even, the referee, yeah. even the referee was happy. Uh, have a look at here. This is after the game now. He comes through. Uh, it's full-time. Thank God they won. That's There you go. Absolutely brilliant. Speaking of people who get a bit rowdy when the team's doing well, uh, Italy beat Spain 2-1 in the Two other nil. game. 2-0. Yep. Oh, thank yep. you very much, Boz. You're the expert this Best. morning. Look, now, I know Italy won because I watched... This is the unbiased Italian sports journal. This is the media section. <laughs> <laughs>
4: Is that what you did in Queensland
1: <laughs> <When it's> like, <laughs> exactly. be now. No, exactly.
3: Well, the difference with me, that guy's clothes, see? <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: so, it is the
3: unwritten law. There, no cheering. No cheering the no press box. But that's the delight of it, because when someone breaks it, they just go completely loopy, don't it's they? It's, it's like a pot off a... About, yeah. You know the kettle
0: <laughs> uh, Argentinian superstar Lionel Messi Now he's decided to quit international football And I'm not, I'm not sure Bosn, it's probably up to you this, mm. this is a healthy considered decision Or is it a rash move because of this? He misses that penalty from the penalty spot in the shootout They lose the Copa America to Chile once more
4: Yeah, they lost the last three finals in yeah. So I think it's half of each of what you just said Obviously here at the moment he's is, is absolutely no, devastated um, that he's lost the last three finals. But the, what you've got to say is as well with, with top players, and this has been the, the case for quite some time, especially players that don't play in Europe, that play their countries are outside of Europe, so be Australia or be South America or Africa, it's like a merry-go-round. In terms of you play a 40 to 50 game a year season, then you have to go and play these continental tournaments every two years. Sometimes you have like ones like this as a special one because of 100 year anniversary of the Copa. There's not much time to rest and when you get to 29.30 your body's not what it was six or seven years ago and it really does take its toll so it's understandable. Well since he's lost every major final for
5: Argentina, he's now being considered for the New South Wales Origin teams. So. <laughs>
0: <laughs> the Chilean boys, they, they didn't rub it in obviously they showed you exactly how to celebrate when you do win something. Ring a ring a rosy and I think it's uh, <laughs> you like <that>? a sweet <laughs> way to do it. Isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Bad wiggles Cover
1: band. it's, say it's yeah, been a
4: fantastic tournament. It's been great because we've had the Euros on all throughout the night. Um, that's why I feel a little bit re- i have it, no. no. And then straight after around seven in the morning that the, the Cope has been starting, so obviously the Cope is over now, but um I, I'm still think, devastated about the result, buddy. Let's move on to another. side. No, thing. no, we'll come, come
0: back to Iceland in a little while. Uh, I think Argentina's problem was a lack of creativity. Uh, you've got to mix it up like this. Uh, this is just a, pen, a little penny shot. shot. Oh, oh, and oh, back. Oh, <laughs> <good doing that. laughs> Nobody sees that was coming.
1: set move. a <laughs> <laughs> yeah, set like move. That. Of course, <laughs> it's <laughs> deliberate,
0: Kel. Oh. Nobody could see that coming. That would Brilliant. All right, Wimbledon is underway, which makes me think of Iceland. But it wasn't all doom and gloom for England with local boy James Ward treated like a rock star when he won his first game against Novak Djokovic after a set and a half. Have a listen to this. It's brilliant.
4: British
0: player
6: wins a game on centre court for the first time this Wimbledon. Six love, three love, which down. Which is halfway towards the dreaded triple bagel, which has only ever happened once in the history of Wimbledon. 1997, yeah. Stefan Edberg did it. Six love, six love, six love. He managed wow. to come
0: back. here. I think he, it was a tiebreaker in the second and he lost to four in the third. It was it's great. It's an interesting mate. story, that guy. It, it went early on
3: in his career, he had nothing, but he had an Arsenal season membership. Mm. And he was going on the tour and he sold it, Boz. Can you Did believe he?
4: that? Yeah, yeah. Okay.
0: Not sure, what would you get for it? A couple of hundred quid?
4: Oh, oh. more than that.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> 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 Sam Stozes through to a, a second round matchup with Sabine uh, Lisicki after getting past Magda Lynette. Now, she's look, she had a good uh, clay court
6: season, Sam. This isn't good. been her great surface She had over. a great clay court she season. Yeah, made Four. the semi finals yeah. of the French Open. But this is her bogey Gosh. tournament. Never well, passed nice. the third round. This is her 14th attempt. She split with her long-time coach, David Taylor, amicably uh, on the eve of, of this, so she's just trialling a new coach, a, Fred, a Fed Cup hitting partner, Andrew Roberts. So. All
0: right, look, Kel, I, I, you know I've got to go here immediately. This time last year, Serena Williams held all four Grand Slam titles. Now it's just Wimbledon. Now, maybe that's why she appeared on the surly side of Grumpy at her first press conference.
6: Who, in your mind, would the favourite be?
0: I don't know. Um...
1: I, uh, I I don't I don't think
2: I was that upbeat, but okay.
1: Um, yeah, I, I don't remember. Um,
2: I've commented a lot on that in the past.
5: Reminds me of uh, dates I've been on. <laughs> trying to make conversation. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs>
0: that much enthusiasm. Yeah. Is that excusable? Uh, what is she tired or what? What do you say?
4: Jet, lag. jet
6: pressure, lag. Pressure. Pressure. Heavy more, more pressure. She's entitled to be a little bit tight and tense. This because is her she's legacy. To get well, that because it's, because it's now or never. She's been stranded, if you can call it that, on 21 Grand Slams. She admires Steffi Graf greatly. She's trying to equal Steffi with 22. Got Margaret Court then to come at 24. This is history on the line for Serena Williams. This means everything. And I think cut her some slack. She's entitled. I mean, she's been on the tour for a yeah, decade. It,
3: it, it's a good point. I mean, she started Two her decades. career. The same year that Ricky Ponting played his first test. But I reckon the most single underestimated pressure in sport is milestone pressure. Like, I remember guys like Richard Hadley, when he was nearing a major milestone, his teammates would say, mate, can you come back and join the real world, get this milestone? Mm. You're on Planet Pluto. She's getting more nervous as she gets older, isn't she? You You can see it.
6: It's now or never, because she hasn't won one since Wimbledon last year. The last three, you have a look what happened. Semi-finals against Vinci and then the two Grand Slam finals... Here at the Australian Open and then at the French. Yeah, mm. it's going
0: to be fascinating to watch that unfold. I also can't wait for Nick Kyrgios to start his campaign uh, tonight. He's seeded, I think, 15. Uh, he's playing well. He ain't going to change diddly squat about his on-court behaviour.
5: Spe- specifically, though, sorry, Nick, about the on-court behaviour. I know there are a few fines for throwing rackets, swearing.
6: That Competing? Sort of thing. Have, have you been okay. have you been instructed, warned about that
0: behaviour? No, I just compete. He just competes, I, Jules. Every
5: time he tries to do that, like, that call for school mm. look, I just remember that he was that chubby kid from Canberra. Remember that <laughs> picture of him? Yes. I just always picture that. Oh, I've got... I know you're going for Nick yes. Kyrgios here. Yes. Unless he does something remarkable in this tournament, he's got that demeanour, he's got the Dr. Dre kind of doesn't conform to the all the England tennis club look. He's got to do something now. It's now—it's na- You say it's now or never for Serena? It's
3: about time Nick Kyrgios did something or he's going to lose us it. all. He's he's seen it's seen a fair 15. question, though. He's won one tournament. It, it is. I mean, for all the potential... I I know the bookies have got him $15, which is reasonably short, and I know Pat Rafter, and that reckons he could win 10 grand slams and that, but he's got to deliver something.
6: I think I think that's a bit harsh. I I mean, as a teenager, he made the quarterfinals of Wimbledon going back two years ago, and the quarterfinals of the Australian Open. Only Roger Federer has done that, so he's burst onto the scene. His issue still is his behaviour and he's coming to terms with but living under the Kel, limelight.
0: Hell, he said it, he just likes to compete. And it's not just on the tennis court. Have a look at this. What about his table tennis hit against Leighton Hewitt just uh, the other day as well? Getting right in. Well, listen. He's not joking. he's not. He's
6: furious. <laughs> 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 Throws.
0: Uh, bat abuse. I'd hate
6: to to think what Leighton would have done if he lost. Yes, exactly. I wonder
3: what the conversation is, those two. Gee, I'd love to hear what Leighton actually says to him in quiet moments. It'd be fascinating,
0: wouldn't it? All right, to other pressing tennis matters. Uh, Nike has been forced to add some material to the ladies' dress uh, for Wimbledon. What do you make of this? There it is there. Uh, It's a little bit on the skimpy side, Uh, would you think, Boz?
4: Yeah, uh, the other night when I was out with some friends at a strip joint... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> no. Hey, this is... isn't the cross-dressing story. Again, no, was was not. Not. <laughs> no, no, no. I was just joking. No. <laughs> you always oh, know it's a
6: worry. Hang, hard hang, hard. On, hang, on, hang on. on, hang on, hang on. When Boss starts a Get, sentence No, 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 getting back to your, yeah. You know. Getting
4: back to your original question. Look, it's it's the England Tennis Lawn Association rules, isn't it? So if it's their rules and they decide against it's, it, what are you going to do? But it's a publicity stunt. I mean, that is that too revealing? It's it's. I don't know. I mean, you see track athletes wear
5: less than that. I mean, it's, it, what, what's what's the definition of revealing for It looked the like the sport?
6: a ninety to me. Yes, and right. I think yeah. the issue was was that it was sort of floating up here. So, it was, I know Sabine Lassiki... But you know what I'm saying? Rules? She rules? sent it back. Yeah. Yeah. Others are wearing, you know, the leggings yeah. underneath. A player in qualifying actually put a hairband around her waist to hold it down. Do you, in
3: all seriousness, do you think it's ridiculous? Like, like, it's the most unsuitable dress for a tennis player ever, isn't it? Flopping around everywhere like that.
6: I, yeah, I agree. But I tend to agree with Jules. I think they've done it for a little yeah. bit of promotion. Mm.
0: All right, look, let's get to the NRL then. There's breaking story, I suppose, is where's Sammy now? Sammy Radradra, Rugby, Rugby Union, Fiji, France, Parramatta. Where the hell is he? Iceland. Iceland. <laughs> <laughs> celebrating. <laughs> <You're> celebrating.
1: Ah, <laughs> shivering. <laughs>
3: <laughs> well, here's, Sammy has got one more flight tonight oh. at 9pm. All the journalists are, are a- out. Stalking. in Sydney, the last flight from Suva. And if he doesn't make that flight, he can't play this weekend because Para's training in the morning at 7am, and if he doesn't make that, he's not playing. The boys have been checking everything, all the registrations on the airline, including his full name, Semi Semirajra, Waku Wakuvatu. Mm. And uh, no-one's appeared under that name, but I just Very wanted cool. to say it. <laughs> but uh, he, he's, it's interesting because he has to... This story is heading uh, for an apex right here, right now, this week. And there's some really stunning news out of Parramatta, the club in, in shocking disarray, mm. with Kieran Foran tonight yeah. stripped of the club captaincy, given a breach notice and fined $5,000 for failing to train... ..to, to do rehabilitation on sessions on his shoulder with the club.
0: So this is a fresh decision rather than something for, for things to happened in the past.
3: This is the S afternoon's decision of about two hours ago. Tone, it's interesting, uh, and you made the point before... To, to people who are watching the show who may be AFL fans, you're talking about a guy who could have been nicknamed "Straighty 180 early mm. in his career, model citizen. Yep. As you said, his dad's with Walmart, senior executive in the United States. His life has fallen apart. It's a tremendously
4: sad story. It, Crash, it, it really is. In terms of the whole, the whole situation, in terms of from the Parramatta perspective... How much pressure is coming from the club on some of these players to leave to alleviate this salary cap problem?
3: Well, I don't think this is related, Boz. Look, there are certain deals that have collapsed, but i say one thing about this. Mm a bad decision to make him captain of para in the first Absolutely. place. Coming yeah. from Manly, a young kid, he
0: just had to prove himself. Mm. This, this had to but be he a year was of a leader. he was a leader for New Zealand and their international oh, side. I just
1: he think... Does
6: this, but does this say more, I mean, I know they've got personal issues going on in their life as well, but does it say more about the club at the moment? This is a club that's falling apart. Players are losing confidence Kel- in the people that are running the club. Well. Yeah, but you a look effort. when Melbourne Storm was docked points? Hmm. I mean, they, they you didn't see players leaving left, right and centre and the whole place falling apart. actually brought them together at
3: them? The them? To the, the temptate... That's a very powerful argument, but I don't reckon you can quite go there right. because he's an experienced international in charge of his own destiny yep. and his life has... Is- falling apart publicly and privately. So I reckon his is more than that. Mm.
0: All right, uh, let's move on to Origin. I was at a fundraiser for my son's school the other day and the first prize in a raffle was (laughs) 80,000 tickets to State of Origin 3. (laughs) (laughs) The dead rubber, that's how tough it is moving these things. Why are we playing this game? I said before, it is is
5: ridiculous. The NBA don't have dead rubbers and that's, you know, the finals. If they don't get to a Game 7, they don't get to a Game 7. For somehow in Origin, we have to go to a Game 3. Uh, and even if New South Wales fans who go all the way out to Homebush to we'll see the Debravs, see their team win, mm-hmm. they still have to they still have to suffer the indignity of New South Wales holding the shield up for another time. It's like kissing a good-looking girl, Boz, finding out she's got a cold sore. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever, <laughs> joy
4: again, momentarily, is taken about with a
5: life full of fate hurt.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so, <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs>
4: doesn't this crash? Doesn't <laughs> this amplify the fact that the, the game should be played over three weeks? Like it's
3: too long, Boz. Yeah. It really is. Look, it, it's it's a fair point, but it's. Worth about seven million dollars. Yeah, Rub- Rugby league point. can't no, but afford but not to play it.
5: Origin. I mean, you're giving away tickets as Tony. Uh, that was that was only I'll, half a joke. I'll, I'll I will
3: say this: I reckon they're giving them away, not in the wrong direction. There's some nice things happening, and good on them. Thirty-dollar tickets. But the two things I'd have loved to have seen: start the game earlier, yes. and have a family ticket. I was up in Brisbane last week, and I took a really good long walk around the crowd. You know what I didn't see many of? Kids. kids. It's mm. so disappointing. Yeah. They're tucked up in bed by the state. The starting time, which gets put further back. Well, they have to be tucked year. up in
0: bed because Sam Friday is going to say something or do something. <laughs> rude. He, he gets the award again for best post-game involvement. Look, he didn't have to talk. He let his Speedos do the talking. Uh, kidding off for the dressing room celebrations. Everybody else is wearing clothes. And there's Sammy, just with the Speedos, having a bit of a dance in the middle. Yeah, When's yeah. he going to overcome his crippling shyness? Tell us <laughs> 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 who you really are. Winners and winners. He
4: uh-huh. is.
0: He, I, look, he, I do actually like his personality, Sammy Thayday. Well done, Queensland. I didn't say that before, Crash. Well done. Yeah, I was going to say, as He well said, well, well done to
4: you. you. Yep, no, yeah, not not
0: it's done <laughs> now. Let's <laughs> Since he got the waistcoat, he's really changed. <laughs> <laughs> he's more serious. Yes,
4: Minister. It's all, yeah. the, all yeah. the rage yeah. in
0: Reykjavik, yeah. Iceland. He caused it diplomacy. Yeah. Yeah. If Big Sammy was underdressed, Crash has been comfortably overdressed ever since we gave him that Queensland onesie. Kel, what's happened?
6: Well, this was uh, me walking into Qantas Club with him last <laughs> week. You know how they have a no-thongs policy? Yeah. Yeah. It's out. Qantas also have a poor no-dickhead policy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, couldn't quite get in. And then his 12, beautiful 12-year-old daughter, Ella, trying to get to school. Dad... <laughs> Go how back inside, that. how embarrassing.
3: That was, so, that was my most heartbreaking moment of the week when I said, let's get a photo of me, you walking to school in the onesie. She said, uh, this is far enough, Dad, I'll do the rest. And I'm screaming out, darling, there's six blocks to
0: go. <laughs> <laughs>
4: That's not <an laughs> embarrassing. 100%. Sharks
0: fans are not just dreaming about it, they are talking about it. A breakthrough first premiership as they notched up their 11th consecutive win And didn't it make Michael Ennis happy? Now look at this, he scores the try. Mickey, one of our favorites here on this show. Uh, Then he goes to the crowd. It's the selfie using the footy as a camera. And you know what's great about it? And he obviously watches
5: the back page, Mick. 'Cause he's taking it in landscape.
1: Very good. Can I
6: tell you, I've got a little bit of an insight in that. Uh, we're you. talking about beautiful daughters, yeah. Crash's daughter. His six year old daughter Kobe Fox came up with the idea and said, Dad You've scored one try so far this year. If you score a second, maybe with the ball, pretend you're taking a selfie. Oh, very good. Viral, very good.
5: Well, I reckon that's got the... Because, you know, the Thierry Henry phone one went around. Warren Treadray did it. Yeah. Oh, that's a great one. Well, well
0: done, Mick. All right, look, they uh, may have been beaten by the Dragons, but Newcastle provided the game's highlight with Nathan Ross's superhuman effort considered one of the best tries of all times, up oh. and oh. over wow. and inside the touch-in goal line. That is genius, isn't it?
4: Athleticism plus. We've
0: wow. seen so much of it now, Boz. It's great yeah. in this game. Well, since it's, it's, they've
4: it's, 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 it's changed the rules in the crash, yeah. that you can basically, in mid-air, you can, you can put your leg in that other side. With, they said at the time, I remember listening to the commentators, rugby, there's going to be a lot more of that. Oh, it's what's more? It's more? In what's the more? NFL as well. It is the one
3: unprotected space on a rugby league field mm. up. We've been... Tone, ha- t- when you were playing kids, yep. everyone had to go down. You know, down. You know, yep. Get down there, get that shoulder in. But there's no-one standing
0: up there. Mm-hmm. See, great even big, blokes, even big blokes crash. Because Sam Cassiano, the bulldog, his was so graceful. Have a look at his effort at the weekend as well. Uh, comes back in, Can't go down, as yeah. you said. He decides to... Oh, up and over and drop hey, the pants at the
4: same time. Yeah, oh. different strokes with different folks. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs>
6: just,
0: just great. Bang, over the top.
6: That's creative. And down.
0: He has, though... As you might mention, he has got a little bit of work to do if he wants to match this from the NFL, where they do use... There you go. There you go. That
4: is Hello (laughs) Chicks. Look at this. That's... (laughs) that's, that's, (laughs) that's, that's, (laughs) I was going to say something about
0: the club we went to, but I'm not I'm not sure why I didn't get that invite. All right, religious folk. uh, (laughs) Religious folk will tell you that Jesus is all about love. But he doesn't mind a bit of discipline as well, as this picture shows. This is <laughs> Tiger Josh Alawai demonstrating that Jesus will smoke thee if... Uh, th- look at the- this bang on the nose just with the close-up. Jesus does say, "Die." as <laughs> yeah. well. I'm not sure if Greg Bird was doing the Lord's work, but he certainly found a way to the sin bin. Just smack him with the heel of your hand. You're not allowed to punch. That is an immediate sin, 10 minutes in the bin. But that's quite violent. Yeah, look, some people thought Greg Bird was a bit unlucky there, but it
3: was a case of the referee saying, oh, for God's sake, I cautioned you about 20 seconds ago, yeah. and you go straight back and do that. I'd love to see the sin bin used more. It's only been used a few times this year. Mm. It's really good for that sort of stuff. You know, it, it's, it's there. And Bird's shocked. Yeah, look at him there. He's laughing. He said, what have I done? well, you know what you've done? Mm. You've just been a bit of a goose because you were warned about 20 seconds earlier. And an
6: open hand could do as much damage as a clenched fist. So I don't really... You know, there's not a massive difference. This is a bad
0: look, bad look. Yeah, look, uh, lame as that was, it was still a better battle than this one yesterday between NASCAR drivers Spencer Gallagher and John Wes (laughs) Townley. I don't know if you saw any of this, uh, Jules... Uh, yes. Yeah, I'm that's actually. It's, it's, it's interesting because it, at one point it goes from a fight to foreplay.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> about here. About here. About
0: here. Oh, yeah. yeah. There. That's where it's. <laughs> it's just awkward now. But you know oh, then there's a punch. Yeah, NASCAR <laughs> drivers. Oh, okay, yeah. yeah. They're yeah. waiting for someone to break them <laughs> up. Yeah. Look, it was Somebody. please have, break us up. We're going to have to do this ourselves, okay? It's the worst fight I've ever seen. Yes, well done. boy. gypsy tab. See, I think that's. That's partly because they're race car drivers. They look—they're they're not very good at crash and bash once they get out of their cars. Uh, look, this bloke—he goes for the slap, but the guy's got a helmet on. What's the point? He's wearing a helmet. And that same guy, there he is. There—he's got no helmet. Guess what? Because <laughs> 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 <Right.
1: laughs>
0: then you can use the helmet if you like, just as the weapon, which I think is terrific. Uh, and the this view, bang you go. Uh going feet first
1: oh.
0: <laughs> and the helmet <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> afterwards <Those> are <laughs> very
0: good Tony Longhurst this is famous that, he looks oh, yeah, yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah. another swing the helmet on there straight through the window look, look this is uh, Nelson Peak. <laughs> oh, this is a good one. <laughs> the kung fu. <laughs> 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 right, yeah, that was the best <laughs> one. <laughs> All right, coming up, the Aussies grab a serious win in the Caribbean, more pain for the Wallabies. this week's top five, and the sports fan who went to extremes to get that great shot.
4: Everybody is ready for a flag-to-flag. Flag. Bikes have been prepared. They are going to start in wet weather conditions. Great start. As we suspected, this track is drying up really fast.
0: It's It is. It is absolutely bucketing. Got a red flag.
4: Well, it's gone biblical now, hasn't it? Here we go again, then. We're
0: underway. Jackman, I want to
4: ride from the Australian is oh, Pedroza. oh, gone I'm trying to be so crashed out of second place. oh rossi has gone down Jack Miller's got to keep a cool head He's He's to to go. 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 is he gonna go is he getting up the inside yeah. he is Jack Miller leads the Dutch TT here in and, and lines up the chicane for the last time it's right. And now it's left and it's right again. The superb standard wheelie from Miller. It is Miller time
0: here. Thank you to Honda for taking this risk on me. It's amazing. I can't talk. Anymore. Quite a brilliant effort from Townsville boy Jack Miller to win his first MotoGP in a very wet Netherlands. It was a little bit Stephen Bradbury about it. Few people fell over in front of him, but a great manoeuvre to pass and
6: win that race. Classic. What a way to burst onto the international yeah. scene as well. Remember the name. We'll be hearing a bit more of it. And a great story. Started 18th on the on the grid. Underdog story. Grew up on a cattle ranch in Townsville. Lots and lots of knockbacks. You know, tried to do it the hard way, conquer the world on, on two wheels and... Uh, Amazing.
3: Yeah, some people believe he's Australia's toughest sportsman. Like he was, when he was 14, he had uh, already broken 28 bones in his body and just kept on going. Mm. But uh, that was like North Queensland rain, wasn't it? That would have been nothing to him. he said, oh, we get this every day. <laughs> Love ours. the personality.
6: A bit rough yeah. around the edges. Well, his dad's... Young you know,
1: punk.
0: Oh, yeah, had to mortgage his, his property yep. to help him through. Really good, feel Let's story. hear from him. I mean, Marquez was very happy to back off after Miller got past him, protecting, of course, his increased championship lead. So even Miller, though, in his Aussie way, thought that was the right decision. And I can see that Mark... Didn't really want to take any risks, who could blame him? I mean, if I went past, you know, if I went past myself, I'd be like, oh, that dickhead's gonna crash up there in two minutes, so
4: can't really blame him. (laughs) <laughs>
0: Love it. Well played, sir, well played. <laughs> all right, it was a terrific performance from Australia yesterday to win the one-day tri-series, beating an improving West Indies side in the final. Uh, Mitchell Marsh, again, he's come through with the bat, but he uh, got 32. And then a spell of bowling, I think, in one section, picked up three for two, Crash.
3: Yeah, look, he's coming along nicely, but I still think we give standing ovations too quickly to, to all-rounders. Like, Mitchell turns 25 later this year. And that is officially middle-aged as a cricketer. Like, we talk about him as if he's 19, don't Mm. we? But my man of the series was actually Justin Langer, the coach. Tough. You know, he he dropped Glenn Maxwell. He dropped James James Faulkner. Faulkner. And very cleverly, he did something I loved. He had Aaron Finch doing two-kilometre time trials with Adam Zampa. He's sending a message... I want more. I, I like... like He's only deputising for Darren Lehman, mm. but he's brought a nice toughness in. Would Wolf have been on the blower to him during all of that? Oh, I'm sure, I'm sure they would have. I'm pretty sure yeah, that they said yeah. they
6: didn't speak during yeah, the whole yeah. time that Justin Langer said he, he just let him go. So, but well, Darren Lehman said he's going to go through to 2019, yes. I think, to yeah, the Ashes over there in the next World yeah. Cup. With, with, he's got to be the next coach.
3: Looks like it, with yeah. Jason Gillespie uh, seemingly out of the running. Yeah. But it, the, the toughness... He was never comfortable with himself as a player, Langer. He was always trying to look for that extra 5%, and and that's what he's brought to him. So, good on him. Nice effort. Crash,
4: can I ask you that question, what what you made a very valid point about pushing people, you know, perhaps a little bit too early, too soon, even though you said the boy's only 25. Is is that a lot to do with us, the press? Do, Do we, in the search for superstars... Do we maybe, you know, if there's one good performance, regardless of what the sport is, go a little bit too too much too early and to the detriment then in the long term? Especially with all-rounders. We, we dream- they're so interesting.
3: They really are. Get so many storylines. Like, I still don't know, is Mitchell Marsh more of a batsman than a bowler? I, I, you know, the stats say one thing. We've been talking about it for six years. Very interesting, but a year of reckoning for him. Mm.
0: All right, do we read anything into the low attendance figures from last weekend in the AFL other than it was stupidly cold, Kelly? Uh, Obviously only the brave people of Iceland would uh, have...
6: Yeah, (laughs) six six degrees at the MCG there for that Collingwood game on Friday night. It feels like there is a bit of a lull because we are in the, the three bye rounds where it's just six games, six games and six games. Having said that, I think Friday night was a bit of the perfect storm given it was so cold. Yes, Collingwood's got 80,000 members, but their season's over. There's no all hope's yeah. gone, so only 20,000 Rock up, it was the lowest in 70-odd years. They are playing free man to a team that ha- is clearly not playing good football this year. So, lowest crowd in Tassie as well. Yeah, um, yeah
5: strange people didn't flock from
0: the Gold Coast to Launceston in winter. <laughs> 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 Your team, Hawthorne, uh, obviously, the For, feel-good yeah. story. Uh, is it back on again, the... Forgasm? Yes.
5: Um, perhaps. Well, I mean... I, on I like top to of the th- table. I like to think of it this way, they are top of the ladder. In a crazy, mixed-up world where you've got the Brexit and uncertainty on the stock markets, it's nice to have a bit of consistency in life, isn't it? A bit of stability. And I'm sure that people are really clinging to the fact that the Hawks, as you are... Crash are back on top of the ladder, <laughs> just giving us a little bit of a peg. What do you mean con- consistency? What do you mean consistency
6: and back on top? They have not been on top of the ladder. Listen to this. Well, we finished on for nearly seven hundred days, nearly two years yeah, since you've been on top of the ladder. Wait, wait, wait,
4: wait, on top wait, wait, of the wait, wait, wait. Who've won the last three grand oh, Exactly. <laughs> All right, it's not
6: totally <laughs> really
4: I'll Remind the, you, you about the the that s- in September when <laughs> we go down the again. The scary sort of
6: thought is, they're not even playing good football when they're on top of the ladder. Sign of a good team.
4: Sign of a good team. one. All right. Well, sadly this
0: happened. England completed the three-blot clean sweep against the Wallabies, winning 44-40 at a packed Alliance Stadium in Sydney. Then again, they did get beaten by Iceland at Euro, but uh, <laughs> <so it laughs> kind of cancels out, I would have thought. Crash, not pretty. A lot of points scored against us, a lot of penalties, the control of the footy, all of those things.
3: Can you believe Australia scored more tries than them in the series yeah. and lost 3-0? I mean, that says all, all you need to know about the penalties... But let's be honest, Eddie Jones planned for this for yeah, 10 years. As soon as he was sacked by Australia, he was a driven man. Hmm. And he got ideas from everywhere. Oh, this is the... Oh, this, back this worldwide. <laughs> It Correct. did go worldwide. Yeah. Well done, England. Now a second continent hates you as well. <laughs>
6: yeah. is, that your, is that your paper?
3: Yes, it is. You come would <laughs> oh, be Michael Westlake, our oh. very well, clever sports editor. England mm. sees their opportunities just
5: as I hope we can seize Eddie Jones' assets, as, uh, <laughs> <laughs> as as treachery. <laughs> but he is as we were talking earlier in the green room, he's getting paid in English pounds. So mm. that's the great irony
4: of Eddie's <laughs> Mark, over Mark, the UK. Mark Eller was part of his backroom staff as well. Oh, Glenn Eller. I Glenn, I think. Sorry. Or, or Gary it might have been. And yeah. no, it was Glenn Eller actually, it was Glenn. Uh, not, okay. not Mark. He um, was just,
3: they played three different game plans and three different conditions and three different tests. Really clever. Just out planned.
0: I'd love to say uh, look, it it could have been very different if a couple of dodgy calls went our way, but sadly that's not true. It was odd though that it was called, play was called play on when the ball hits spider cam off this English, the wires (laughs) goes backwards, England get a play on, go on and score. The ref
3: said it was a 50-50, it was actually an 80-20 England.
0: (laughs) It was, (laughs) really. It it should have been
3: a scrum, it really should have But. Spider Cam is allowed to go just 20 metres up. Mm. And today, just for a bit of experiment, I kick, I can reach 20 metres at age yeah. 54. Yeah.
4: Boz, it's not that high. It's so not, it's not. But look, there are times in training, and I'm sure that will happen in other sports as well, where something, you know, hits the referee or it goes up and the, and the coach will say play on. And I think the question we've all got to ask ourselves is. If it was the other way around, if it happened to Australia and we scored, will we be complaining I'm so not liking you at all. You've got tonight. to take you gotta take the good of this move, buddy. They beat us three 0 What else are you gonna say? You are going on about one point like that. Well three what nil. about this
0: cheating? What about this cheating? The touch judge just thumping Stephen Moore on the back as he's about to throw into the line out. He <laughs> <blocks him> forward,
1: <laughs> throws it to the back of the line out
4: and not get the ball. He was tentative. That was a signal that was a signal where to throw it.
5: Loving
0: touch. He was Expect a loving touch when you're about to throw a ball, <laughs> ball over the line. out. That's later after you one. T- you should have turned around and
4: stopped. You should have <laughs> around and said, "What are you doing?" <laughs>
0: yeah. What about the
3: promise I'll to say? Next for the All Blacks, I can't wait to beat them. This will be great. Then I looked up the schedule. They don't play them for two years. Yeah.
0: Is, <laughs> like you'll be bold as brass, can't you? Yeah. <laughs> It'll uh, can be very annoying, obviously, when you're part of the media scrum and camera operators keep telling you to move out of their shot. Uh, this bloke was maybe a little too annoyed. <laughs>
4: Say, Come hey, on. So, do you want me
0: to dive over into the water? Relax, relax, relax. Adrian, we're sort of getting a bit of anxiety into me. You might be scared of Just Take it easy. It's all good. What I love is Michael, well, Michael Checker, Checker telling him to relax he's <laughs> under pressure. Yes. He's 2 0 down in this. An easy, tiger. <laughs> easy tiger. Easy
3: it, tiger. It's the old complaint, isn't it? Of the us old nailed newspapers reporters when you oh, hear yeah. this. Can you get your ugly mill now the shot, mate? Yep. You know
0: what I mean? And ironically, <laughs> now you're
3: on television. <laughs> I'm loving it.
0: I'm loving it. Passion leads to performance, obviously. It doesn't get much more passionate than the Argentine under-20s belting out their anthem at the weekend. <laughs>
5: i, don't think I know a Yeah, yeah,
1: It's pretty.
0: Richie's <laughs> <beautiful. laughs> hello. hello.
1: Oh! Yes. <laughs>
0: <You're> looking... <laughs> Naturally, they went out. They went out and got smashed by Ireland. That's. What <laughs> I, mean, yeah. 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 Awesome. Oh, I thought you yeah. meant they went out
6: yeah. and got smashed. <laughs> <laughs>
4: no. No. fresh Quick. Serious question: If you were the coach of a national team, would you insist that all your players and staff sing the national anthem, or will you leave it up to them?
3: I, I'd never order anyone to do it if, if it's not natural to them, but you'd really hope they would. I always right. reckon it's a shocking look when blokes do that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: To the NBA, and no, no great surprise, but great news for Australia's Ben Simmons heading to Philadelphia as the number mm. one draft pick. It looks good, Cal.
6: Yes, it looks good. It was a long time coming, but what a life-changing moment for him and uh, an instant global superstar. I mean, straight away, Nike'd already signed him up a while ago, but mm. to think he's going to earn $4 million in his first year with the Philadelphia 76ers, $26 million over the first four-year contract. Will, will he so...
5: disappear, though, because from our radars, purely because of 70, I didn't know the 76ers were the worst team Yeah, they're rubbish. In, they're in the terrible. NBA. So it's like a draft in the AFL. So does that mean... Like Dante Exum and the Spurs players that were up here now and obviously still big in the States, but we don't hear about them anymore. Will it be like that with Ben Simmons,
6: do you think? Well, it's a long ride that begins, yeah. isn't it? Because this is a team that lost, what did they lose? 18 consecutive games last year. I think they won eight. So he he's not going He's going to be like a baby giraffe amongst the big boys initially. It's yeah. got to give him some time. Are
3: you worried, Kel, for him? Because like, all the reports are saying,
0: oh, he can turn the franchise around at age 20. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, the biggest shock, I guess, was Thon Maker uh, going at number 10. Well, Pick where nobody expected that. Box. Another Aussie, Huge. well done. All right, a contender now for world's dumbest spectator for you. Uh, this time it's a rally oh. fan in Mexico. Oh. Just <laughs> desperate for a good shot. He's got his ticket. This is where I'm supposed to sit. Uh, and this, this guy wow. here. Over the <laughs> oh. Wow, top. wow. That's phenomenal. Obviously, here, a car actually sees where he is and thinks, maybe I won't. <laughs> <laughs> it's not actually it yeah. uh, <laughs> uh, it the police, it's true. It's going Michael Landis. Give him the forks as he goes uh. past. Now, that brings us neatly to our top five sports fans who take the biggest risks. Brought to you by Audi. Uh-oh. Number five, look, why don't we start at the baseball uh, at number five. The ball, obviously, it's not that important, Dad. The ball's not that important. Oh, it's the
6: key. Back to oh. go.
0: He's still disappointed when, last moment, drops it. You've got to put the kid over the fence, see if you can get up. And, you, you look, your life's not worth risking either. Uh, oh. <laughs> oh. This guy is a twin. Check which twin nearly fell to his death. <laughs> 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 Number four, just going to the golf, it is risky, Mm. as this bloke found out, bonk. Oh Oh my god, yeah, but was obviously all at a royal wave, everything's good. Avoiding the ball can just be as painful uh, if you have to get into the gaggle to get it out. Number three, motorsport obviously very hazardous as a spectator, Uh, look at this particularly rallying, it's amazing. (laughs) Uh, this one's even crazier, over the top. Oh! oh to rallies! Oh, Why would, would you, you go to oh. oh. shortcut. Oh. 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 Not a great idea, that one, isn't it? He made it across Watching the border. come over and like, beat three. him up. For the Horse minute. racing's <laughs> that had its fair share of opportunities, <laughs> <laughs> obviously. <laughs> great parenting helps. Anybody oh, seen no, Johnny? No. Has anybody seen Johnny? <laughs> 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 Look at the, the oh. jockeys as they go past. He's waiting for his ice cream. What the... Number one goes to cycling. Fans, this is great. The photo was worth it, Kel. It was a terrific photograph. (laughs) (laughs) Going going bareback on a Shetland pony. It's always gonna end badly. It's always gonna end badly. Coming up, she's the green machine of this year's Olympic Games. Sevens World Champion, Elia Green, joins us next.
2: The G Train or Green Machine are just a few of my names.
1: Green makes a tackle
4: and it's a good one too.
2: Rugby seven, yeah that's my main game. The Green Machine is all business. I play on the wing cause I like to run fast. She's got pace. Green off and running. Green on the outside, see you later. Used to be on the track, but now that's my past, yo.
4: Green gets a chance to wind up and back herself. Why not back yourself every tournament from now to when you've had enough of sevens, Elliot Green. <laughs> a foot race here, so Elliot Green, can she do it? Green! Elia
0: Green! Elia Green. Remember the name? If I had the skill, I'd be doing this intro in rap, but that ain't going to happen, I'm telling you right here. So, so, welcome one of the stars of the Australian women's sevens rugby side. Tip for gold in uh, Rio. Elliot Green, welcome to the show. Welcome. Thanks for having me on. Have you worked on your, an Olympic rap yet? <laughs> or you, you know, uh, I need can't? to work
2: on my beatboxing. That wasn't my best performance, but, you know, that's something I
0: need to work on. Do, you, do your teammates love that kind of stuff? Is that part of why you get into that?
2: I think they do. I think sometimes it gets a bit old and Walsh well, is like, gee, do another rap. I'm like, come on, it's only funny when I actually just do it spontaneously. You know?
0: <laughs> just, just tell us where we're at now. I understand you're going off to Darwin for another uh, training camp. You're at 20 uh, players at the moment. Then it gets reduced to the 12 who will be going to Rio. When's that team announced?
6: Um, officially on the 14th
0: of July. Officially, so, can you whisper to me now if you're in? Yeah,
2: yeah. <laughs> I can't even tell you that myself. <laughs> but
6: tomorrow you're going to your training base, which is at Narrabeen, and yep. the coach is going to individually meet yep. with you one-on-one yep, and we'll tell you whether you're in the team or not. Correct. Yeah. H- how do you feel about that? Are you going to get any sleep tonight? It's nerve-wracking, but
2: you know, I think um, yeah, it's going to be nervous, a nervous thing for everyone, so yeah. And do- I've never been in this situation, obviously, before to be um, potentially named an Olympic team. So it's going to be huge for everyone.
4: And, nearly we know we've got obviously exceptional pace and we saw some of your training routines there. But how, could you explain to the viewers the actual game of sevens, what it does include, what you were telling me before off-air? It includes a lot of endurance in that as well, doesn't it?
2: Yeah, it's crazy. Coming from a track and field background, mm. I had no idea what I was in for, didn't know much about rugby sevens. Mm. But I'd describe it as training for an 800-metre endurance mm. and training for boxing at the same time, dealing with the physicality wow. of a sevens game. So it's just... It's brutal, but it's um, it's so much fun. It's a hard time.
5: Because there's not many people there and it's so uh, energetic. Is that, do, you, do you sledge or talk during sevens games? I mean, is there any kind of that good natured banter that goes on? Or is it just too exhausting even to?
2: Oh, uh, you know, there's, there's always going to be banter coming from the crowd and everything, but in the end, in a loud, a loud sevens tournament, you're just going to be focused
0: and focus on your game. It's all about pace for you, obviously, isn't it? We can see by those tries you're scoring here grab a hold of the ball, get to the other end.
2: <laughs> well that's what I love doing most, I love feeling my
0: braids flying in there. <laughs> <laughs> Me too.
1: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> we, do, we,
3: do, we do too. Yeah. You know what I do. They, how long uh, does it take to, to braid your hair? How long from start to finish? Are um,
2: oh, you think you're getting it done yourself? <laughs> Is that a question <laughs> you prepared earlier? See, so he so just goes know. with the flow. Hey, It's
3: no less embarrassing than wearing a onesie, I can tell <laughs> <laughs> Because I, I've seen the West Indian cricketers and they seem to spend hours at times, you know, getting it done. But uh, it, what's how long?
2: Yeah, not going to lie, it takes eight hours for me. Um, this, I actually missed a recent media photo shoot because I was
0: getting these done. Eight hours? I, yeah. That's incredible, isn't it?
2: I couldn't predict the time it was going to take. Sometimes it takes So ten. you were getting know. the hair
0: done for the media shoot and it took so long you missed the media shoot? <laughs>
2: I, I did. <laughs>
6: <laughs> I've never heard
0: the
2: end of it. So. Can, I,
6: can I ask a serious question, if that's all right? Yeah. Um you mentioned that you were a sprinter and you started in Little Lats and then you crossed over to Rugby Sevens. About three years ago, you did your fastest 100 metre in 11.4. Wow. Cathy Freeman's was 11.2. Mm. And the Australian record at the moment is Melissa Breen, 11.11. Mm. Yep, yeah, she's trapped. true If you had stayed with sprinting, do you think you could have qualified for the Rio Olympics? I,
2: I could say that was my ultimate goal and that's why I would have hoped to be, been dreaming of to be since I was five years old. But now that I'm in rugby sevens, I've never looked back and I love it every day.
0: But why was there a moment? I know that the way you got was kind of into this sport was a little bit accidental, but did you, when you say that was your dream, what made you think, you know, I love the pace of the sevens, but also like the contact? What was it that drew you there?
2: I think maybe just the excitement of traveling around the world and seeing like all the exotic countries and the stadiums that we get to play in. Very fortunate um, to play a game that is um, so globally um, mm. wide and appreciated. And plus
4: being part of a team as opposed to being an individual sport, that's got Track attractions. Track a girl can get well, lonely. Yeah. Yeah.
6: You said earlier that you dreamt of gold since you were a little girl and now you're so close. I mean, how many more days have we got? Like, I've lost count. 45, I think I it is. Might Maybe even, actually, does, no, less than that. Do you think of gold every day at this point in time? Does it Absolutely. Con- does it consume you? Yeah, gold everything. Um, we talk about it every
2: day um, at training, you know, in our meetings and everything. Um, we have a gold ball that um, we work towards getting every day. We have a performance manager that um, she te- uh, uh, she will talk about training and um, say at the end of the day how we went and if we deserve that gold ball. And by the time the Olympics comes, if we have got enough gold balls, then we will feel ready and prepared there we to go. win a gold
0: medal. So you're embracing the favouritism that your team has?
2: Um, Yeah, embracing, but we're not going to be looking at our past achievements being World Series champions. You know, we have ticked off that box now, but now we're just looking onto the future and getting that gold medal in Rio. It's going to be
5: a big year in Rio, you think, for for women's sport, team sports because the Matildas are a favourite for a medal. You guys are favourite for gold. Are you expecting this could set up a big explosion in, say, girls playing rugby sevens when they see you? Because, you know, if you do win gold, it's going to be a very big story here. Yeah.
2: It's going to be huge, and I hope that you know we can be role models um, for the youth in Australia and around the world. Because um, I've been seeing a lot of a lot of um, development girls coming in, and you know more wanting to participate, and it's looking really good.
0: Yeah. Well, yours is a great story along with Super your sport. Sword. All the best for Rio, and thanks so much for dropping by. Thanks, having. Thanks, Elia. Elia Green. There. All right, coming up, our champ of the week is next. Yes, here it is just for you, Boz, Iceland celebrating their 2-1 victory over England with the traditional Viking celebration. Of course, in Viking days, they were clutching the entrails of the vanquished as they slapped them together.
4: <laughs> well, These days, it's much more civilised.
0: I think it's
1: worse. <laughs> <laughs> I think great, great. They're
5: great. They're great
4: to enter. With. And another thing as well, Kel, you know, uh, per capita, they've got the most qualified coaches in the world per capita.
0: And 8%
5: yeah. of the country is there at the moment. Yeah.
4: It will be more. They
0: go on to play France. It is just a great story, no matter what Mark Bosnich tells you. All right. <laughs> mm. You know how uh, some men have that boy look for stuff that they've lost? Well, Eugenio Suarez pretty much does that as he feels. He this is a three tough three ball. He gets it. Look, Suarez where's it gone? Where's it gone? Oh, hell. Oh, there it oh, is. He, he, <laughs> about to get a single. A <laughs> I love it. But... but Great, isn't it? How little confidence must yeah. you have? Yeah. To not assume that you've it's got that. A, anyway, so my glasses. Anyway, so my glasses. Yeah, they're on top oh. of my head. There you go. <laughs> so time right now for our champ of the week. That's a dad, to you dad joke. Dad By Audi. <laughs> it's not a dad joke. It was it's a dad. granddad joke. Attempting <laughs> 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 to say just Iceland, but instead it's Chile's oh. keeper, Claudio Bravo, who's that extra time tip over the top bar. Does that get you excited? Very much so. so. No, that obviously does mm. saves that. Uh, stops, that's the final spot kick from Argentina in the shootout. And they get another pop from America. He gets and the golden glove, glove. he's Deserve done absolutely. absolutely brilliant Fantastic. job. Sadly, on that happy note, is where we leave you from this special Nordic edition of the show. Thank you, Iceland. See you next
6: time.
0: This has
3: been a production of Fox Sports.